check a check a baby hello hey it is time for the uh free view of the lost zane recordings and while i was just getting ready to record it a song by the rolling stones popped into my head a very old song well they're all old songs get off my cloud you know hey hey you you get off of my cloud i had no idea that these were the lyrics i live in an apartment on the 99th floor of my block yeah i can hear that and i sit at home looking out the window imagining the world has stopped i didn't know he said stopped then in flies a guy who's all dressed up like a union jack i do remember that this next part i if you told me that this was fake lyrics i would have believed you and says I've won five pounds if I have his kind of detergent pack. What? <laughs> I've been listening to that song for 40 years, and I never knew that there was a reference to something called a detergent pack. All right. Sorry. The ADHD is strong today. Uh, okay. The Lost Zane recordings, the free view of it from uh, 107.3 WBBL. Getting ready to record. Uh, Who are these podcasts with Carl Hamburger? 2 p.m. on the Who Are These Podcasts Discord on Saturday. Um, but yeah, my Patreon is where you can get the full episode, the full episode of uh, this edition of the Lost Zane Recordings from October, October 24th specifically, of the year 2016. Uh, doing the show on 107.3 WBBL. Trying to find my way, find my, find your way back to the heart. Uh, and it only got me uh, two years, eight months back. And then it just went away. Here I am. Anyway, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you want to check out the full three hours of that show, I release two of them per week on Patreon. In addition the daily Patreon bonus podcast, which is all fresh stuff uh, that I, I follow up the free podcast with the Patreon. Go an extra 40 minutes or so of fun. No ads in it. It's just me, you, bullshitting, interacting, having a good time. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. E-R-I-C-Z-A-N-E. There's also Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia on there. The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven uh, classic rock radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. You get it before it even airs and without commercial interruption. I make that, curate the music a lot of the times with help from you right here in this little attic and Frank uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware studio. Yeah, that's what I do. And then, of course, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So that's a lot. I mean, I put so much time and effort into this to make it worth your measly five bucks a month. I shouldn't say measly. It's extremely important to me that you sign up for it. So if you're one of these, it's like, man, I wish I could help the show out in some way. You know, you already do by giving me your time, following me on social media and whatnot and coming to my events, supporting me and appreciating and, you know, uh, just basically enjoying what I do. Thank you. But if you, you're like, I, I got to do more, I got to do more. All right, fine. I give you something in return. For five bucks a month, you get all that content. 15 plus hours a week. All the audio. If you really want to spend the top cash, that's 10 bucks a month. 
And then you get the audio, the video, and the live streams. I recommend just trying one of those for a month to see if it's worth your time and money. If not, no big deal. Cancel it, and that's it. It's easy to do, easy to cancel. It's not one of these things that's hard to do. But if you like it, if you like it, you have the option. You can start with this option if you want, but if you just want to try it out to determine if you like it, you can convert it to a yearly, and I'll knock 10% of, uh, off the cost. Plenty of options. Or do nothing. I don't care. No, I do care, but I'm just happy that I at least get some of your time. You know, that's it. Um, what is the saying by uh, Ray Wiley Hubbard? Um, the days, okay, the days that I keep my gratitude higher than my expectations, I have really good days. Boom, shit. You write that on like your uh, wall of wisdom or your inspirational quote of the day. Okay, I've already rambled on too long. I feel like Stu McAllister or Bill Burr. <sighs> Enjoy this free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Good morning, it's Eric Zane Show, show number 135. Welcome in. Be a nice day today. Nice fall day. The colors are popping. Temps in the mid-50s today. Maybe even a little warmer than that. Off and running on another work week. We'll get through this. Julius is here. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Yeah, let's get through this. Is there anything preventing us from, quote, getting through this? I don't know. You're the one that said it. Well, you know I'm looking forward to getting through this. You know how it is. Monday, I'm just trying to act like we have a tough job along with all the people that are out there who actually work for a living. Not well, quite digging ditches, just a step below. This is tough. But we will get through this. Don is here. With the help of everybody else. 800-785-1073. If there's anything at all you want to talk about. If you want to help us get through this. Please help give us. Give us a call. Would you just quit. Just quit making fun of me, please. Stop making fun of me. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Um, boy, it's... Uh, type of day where you you just don't know where to begin when it comes to things to talk about because there was a lot of uh, uh, things bubbling under that have a lot to do with sports and uh, when when you look at Michigan, Michigan State, Western Michigan. One's really happy, one's really sad. Western's really happy. Yeah, when are the Spartans going to win again? Uh, Hopefully not this week. (laughs) Let me ask you something. With this, do you think it... uh, that they well, they have to develop a mindset like this is their biggest game of the year. Yeah, and that, as a I Michigan would, fan, that worries me. That's their. This is. I think that Michigan has so much pressure on them. Oh now. yeah. Well, Be- they're they're poised to go to the, the the college football playoff. They are in the driver's seat. Yes. So their season could be ruined this weekend. So, and as a Michigan State fan, I'd be pissed off if uh, they all of a sudden just get pounded by all these terrible teams and you beat Michigan. I know it'd be like a bittersweet kind of thing. Like, okay, cool. So we were, well, yeah. we got pounded by these terrible teams, but we beat our rival, who was the second best team in the nation. What the hell? Why couldn't you pull it together for the other ones? This, but you still beat your best or this, biggest rival. Yeah, this is their national championship game, and that, I know, I know they're better than what their rec- their uh, record indicates. It's just terrible momentum as and and poor play and mistakes have 
no doubt led them to where they are right now. So they'll uh, try to get it all together against the big game against Michigan. Which I am very excited for. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. But there's like a nervousness to it. I've seen a lot of Michigan fans, dope, saying like, oh, Michigan's going to win by like 30. I see a lot of Spartans fans saying that too. I was talking to the boss. Which is what worries me. Yeah, Carter, I was talking about, oh, we're going to get killed. I hope so. But I don't. it just makes me worry when everyone's on the same page about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, crap. Michigan's going to lose this weekend. Julius has his Block M hat right. on. He's ready to go. That's I'm a, ready to go. As Michigan continues to dominate, light things up. Um, a few weaknesses on that team. Few. Just very, very few. When Ohio State, because I didn't see the end of the game, but I saw Ohio State lost to Penn State. Did you learn of it the next morning? Yeah, the next morning. I woke up. Like, oh. <laughs> Pretty much the same sound came out of my mouth. I was like, <gasps> Well, I think what this sets up, though, is. I was very torn. If you have, I believe it's a, you'll have, if at all, let's say we get down to the final weekend of college football, you will you could very possibly have Clemson, Alabama, Michigan, and Washington undefeated with yes. Michigan playing Ohio State, who Correct. will probably creep back up into the national They're number six. They got so lucky yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. fall far there. My goodness. You lose a game like that, and so you if they only beat fall Michigan, to six. They could, you know how they oh, all, at the last minute they always sneak in. Well, Ohio State's poised to do that too. So if they beat Michigan, they're in the Big Ten championship game. Yes, unless they lose to Michigan State, which I'm hoping they do. So you never know. Well, yeah, like I said, I was torn though because it's Penn State. I hate Penn State, but I also hate Ohio State. The um, mm. you know, it's uh, this is not going to be easy. Anybody who thinks that Michigan's got it at this point is crazy. There's so much that can happen uh, at this point in the season. For these teams, but uh, my gosh, so yeah, that was uh, that was a big thing bubbling under. But uh, I guess we can start with the uh, uh, thing that ended most recently, and that was the Lions game taking on Washington. Uh, this happened. Here we go. Lions up by three. Three seconds to go. Should be the final play of the game. Cousins back, throws over the middle, lateral back to Vernon. Wait a minute, nope, sorry. That's not the one I wanted. I am terrible. Stafford out of the gun. Three receivers stacked to the left side. Matthews got it, back to pass, looking left, throwing. It is caught inside the five, diving into the end zone. Touchdown, the crowd. I don't know how Matthew Stafford got Kelly Stafford pregnant, honestly. With balls of steel like that, how did he get her pregnant? I don't know. Yeah. My God. Very good game for him. And, it, you know, and he, he didn't have to do that much. His receivers didn't help him. They dropped like four passes. Yeah. They lead the league in drops. Definitely not mistake-free football, but Stafford is having a heck of a year at this point. As we approach the halfway point of the year, they haven't. he's really started to play well. Since the midway point of last season till now. Uh, I believe Matthew Stafford is ranked the second best quarterback in the league. Yeah, I mean, very he's, efficient. he's outplaying everybody and except I, for one guy. I noticed that he uh, he does a lot of uh, being able to sense that the the pocket is falling falling apart. And oh, his movement's awesome. Moving forward, it may not look pretty. He looks like he's running in sand, but he gets down there well enough, and usually positive yardage when he does it. In that uh, last drive. He wasn't. He didn't even slide. He took a hit, yeah. which was he. He got himself a little bit more yardage, which uh, so he's definitely committed and uh, and wants to win. So uh, and then there was. There it's was, time. To, it's time to stop 
talking crap about Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm getting to that point now. There was that neat play action play where the um, uh, where Norman got. Uh, it looks like his arm fell off when he he got it when he landed on it. Weird. Um, when as soon as he let that ball go, go, I said this is going to be great. And sure enough, Tate was being uh, raped as he ran down the <laughs> middle of the field yeah. and still caught the ball. And then Norman got just smashed. Smash! I, I, I don't it know looked he, like his arm died. Yeah, I don't know if he dislocated it or what, but it looked terrible when he went down. Actually, you know what? It was a concussion. It wasn't even an arm it, injury. Really? That, that's what I thought it was, but oh. it must have been one of those like alligator arm concussions, but he was on his side. Oh, okay. So it, like, so, it just shot down his neck, probably. Okay. That's not good. He, I think he might miss a, uh, a game. Like, he was on the floor for a bit. Yeah. Actually, I missed the actual play until I saw it on replay. Yeah. But I, all I saw was him the on the ground. Huh. All I saw was him on the floor there, just not moving. Yeah, very much. Oof. So uh, there you go. Lions all of a sudden have won those. They, they they won those three at home, and it was like, well, all of a sudden, Lions are four and three. I'm not going to get too excited about no. it because y'all know how this this can go. So. Yeah, every, get, everyone get really excited right here. Then you they know. go to at Houston at Minnesota. So. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm sure they're trying to uh, establish a us-against-the-world mentality. Always good, I guess, for a team. And uh, as they take it out on the road. And we've got a uh, one of our listeners is going to that game, that uh, Houston game. We'll see how it goes. Good for the Lions. For now, they're winning. Nice job. So uh, you got that. Um, I was at the uh, Grand Rapids Marathon this weekend. And uh, I... Committed to being part of the 1340 WJRW broadcast. Now, I had no idea how involved this was, that we actually had reporters out on the race course, um, like, following the leaders. Mm-hmm. I did that once. You, did you? Not the race. Hell no. I, I did the broadcast once. That was the closest oh, I'm ever going to get to the marathon. You were at, no, I meant, yeah, but you were you out in the field? Uh, I was kind of, uh, I was on stage Okay. With like Dave. Okay. But I also was like a runner to get like times and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I so, got coffee. So that's yeah, fun. that that that's you know, there's a lot of people that were making this happen and everybody got up earlier or, or early to set this up. And uh so I show up there at seven and I had to run at eight. So I go, Well, I'll sit in with Dave and and the coach as they do their um uh pre race. I'll run, I'll call them from the race. While I'm running, I'll just slow it down and, and talk with them, maybe get a few words in every breath as I struggle along, and then uh, call them as I'm finishing, and then go and do the post-race with them as well. So, off and running. Now, we started at 7 o'clock straight up, and we start talking, and I think we got five words out, and then Bradman, our beloved Marcus Bradman, who is the events coordinator and, uh, he, well, he, he does a number of things to help get the broadcast on the air. But on this day, he did a lot to try to get the broadcast off the air, at least in the first uh, 90 seconds of broadcast. And it went like this. There's a piece of equipment called Comrex there that uh, basically takes your uh, microphone words, disassembles it, shoots it over a phone line, mm-hmm. sends it to the radio station, and then reassembles it so that it sounds is uh, close to broadcast quality as humanly possible. And um, now what he did didn't kill the sound uh, going over the radio, but what he did do was this. We're, we, 
Yeah, welcome WJRW. I'm Dave Jackinette, uh, the host of uh, Up with Michigan. <laughs> Weekday mornings at 11.07 to noon. Uh, with me is the coach again and, uh, and, and Eric Zane from WBBL. And then at that point, Marcus reached over. He, was, he wasn't moving. He was just standing there. And he somehow felt the need to touch <laughs> a button on this thing called the Comrex. And we're not sure what happened. But all of a sudden, he extends his giant finger to the unit and pushes a button. And immediately, our headphones are gone. Now, we don't know it, but we're still going over the air. But we have no headphones, so it, imagine that, right. how disconcerting that is when you're trying to do a radio show, and 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 Marcus, is a big white gorilla, touches the damn thing, and it's gone. And so, on the air, we all go, hey, hey, what did you do? I mean, it's 10 seconds in. Hey, hey, what did you do that for? Are we on? I don't know. Are we, I don't know. Hello? Hello? Can anybody hear us? And then it dawns on us that we're still coming out of the speakers, and we all put two and two together that we're probably on the air, but it was way weird. Ooh, sketch. And we're like, what do you... Now, I want you to know that there is a, one person on this planet who is uh, the most skilled at the next maneuver. James Gimble. The person who does something that almost screws up the broadcast, Marcus, and we watched him do it. We're all <laughs> sitting on our hands trying to stay warm. And then he looks at us like we did it. And I go, don't don't look at me like I did it. Are you crazy? We just watched you do it. <laughs> what did he push? Do you know? I don't know. He, this so he is, just pushed a button. This was the explanation. Was it the button that said end? <laughs> just, I'm not sure. I am not sure. I was floored by it. I was like, well, you, you, weren't even, you weren't even doing anything. You just walked up and touched it. Did you do that on purpose? So uh, we, we do like 10 minutes. With no headphones. And uh, I take off the headphones, which are just a prop at that point, at the end of it. <laughs> so it sounds like the microphones were just a prop, too, at some point. I go, Marcus, do you realize, and I talked to him, and this is what he told me. Well, that's just how he talks. What did he say once he got it out? He did it. He, but he looked at me like I did it the whole time. And I was like, I will slap the taste out of your mouth right here on this stage if you even consider going down the road of anyone other than a person named Marcus Bradman had anything to do with this. What are you? <laughs> God. So I'm like, come on, man. So I still don't know what happened. I, I let it go. I didn't. I just. I just wanted it to be <laughs> known. Any of you would have unplugged the phone line and been like, "What'd you guys do? I, I just, what the Martin, hell did you guys can you do? Please just ex- tell me what happened. I don't even know. We have got to find that sound. It, it was literally right at the very start of marathon coverage. Did you guys start at seven or like uh, seven. what's up with Michigan? And it's seven oh five. I think I I'm not sure. It might have been a couple of. Uh, no, I think it was right near the top of the hour okay. is when we got going. I too would like to hear this. That's oh, funny. Dude, it was classic. <laughs> what did you guys? What did you see? <laughs> so, uh, now is that it? Yeah, this is it. The series against the Indians in Cleveland okay. retake Mosul on Saturday. Okay, now this is how they uh, they uh, start off with like the news yeah. at the top of the hour. Sleep is easier and more affordable. Yeah, commercials, you, you know, talking about one eight hundred dial a mattress. You just need to change your sheets. Do you okay. have trouble getting up? suggest two out of no, three. That's not it. Okay, is that it? Of the deadline to vote in Virginia. Okay. 150 Michigan. Mm. Mm. 
Maybe. Okay. Okay. So dulcet tones of Rob Brandt introducing everybody. Yeah, we are we are ready to go. We've got legendary market voice Rob Brandt from ninety seven LAV. We had him record all these big sponsors that are there. This is our big shining moment. Okay. Okay. Here we go. 16th Metro Health Grand Rapids Marathon, Dave Jackanette. All right. And uh, thanks for joining us here on 1340 WGR. Now, when he started with All Right, I already wanted to jump across the table and say, Dave, sell it, man. You can't start with All Right. You got you to gotta go for it well, here. What? There's nothing wrong with that. He was making love to the, to the microphone. Grand Rapids Marathon. You're right. Dave he was making love to everybody out there. I see nothing you wrong know, with that. You're right. I, and I think I was slightly You aroused. know how many women were impregnated just yes. by him saying, just, oh, yes. all right? Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Man. <laughs> There's a lot. Of, it just happened again. There, it was uh, miraculous. <laughs> and uh, thanks for joining us here on 1340 WJRW for the 13th annual Grand Rapids Marathon, brought to you by Metro Health. And we're happy to be here for the start of a race. I was uh, telling Marcus Bradman, who did our setup this morning, that, uh, uh, and I just lost my... Yeah, just... what would you do? Yeah, what did you do, Marcus? You... It sounded great until you touched it. Now I, now I can't hear a thing. <laughs> so you guys were on here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that, that was the big thing. Marcus? You... It sounded great until you touched it. Now I, now I can't hear a thing. You literally put your hands literally on it. undo what you, you just put your did. your hands on it and, re- and literally made it terrible. Okay. And, and now it's so much better. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do what we can. Yeah. So That I'm, was me saying ripcord because I wanted to kill him. I'm here, and uh, I, I was telling Marcus before uh, we started this. May- How about the fact that he's referencing Bradman and then... Gorilla Fingers touches it and ruins it. For the start of a race, I was uh, telling Marcus Bradman, who did our setup this morning, that, uh, uh, and I just lost my... Yeah, just... what would you do? Yeah, what did you do, Marcus? You... It sounded great until you touched it. Now I, now I can't hear a thing. Literally undo what you just did. Put your hands on it and literally made it terrible. Okay. How's that going? Now it's so much better. (laughs) So when Dave said, undo what you just did, he did not. He ran. He was gone. He, like, disappeared. Uh, 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 The guy's, okay, it sucks. My my work is done here. (laughs) I'm going to go warm up in the Y. (laughs) And he disappeared. He left us. I was like, what? what? Wait a minute. (laughs) So that's how uh, marathon coverage started. (laughs) Oh, boy. Marathon Bradman. But other than that, but then Marcus takes off in like a like a gator. Oh God, he had one of those. And I don't know if he was driving it, but he had to stay with the the, the women uh, leaders. And then this other guy. So if you guys would have gone off air, who was going to fix it? Oh. Oh okay. I guess I'm, I'm Dave. I, I, no, I don't. Uh, Dave wasn't was there. there Jackanet. Oh, Jackanet. I don't know who if Dave has that ability. I mean, Dave. Dave is known for just one thing. That's impregnating women with his voice. I don't know if he has a skill. All right. He uh he's you know helping the population of West Michigan. Oh yeah. So 
I just thought that was funny to hear it all start that way with for the start of a race. I was uh, telling Marcus Bradman, who did our setup this morning, that uh, uh, and I just lost my. Yeah, just... what would you do? Yeah, what did you do, Marcus? You... It sounded great until you touched it. Now I now I can't hear a thing. <laughs> you literally, put your hands literally on it. undo what you, you just did. Put your did. hands on it and really it literally made it terrible. Okay. Well, now it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> Thank you for finding that. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. All right. <laughs> it's time for sex. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. The women around West Michigan let out a gas. Wow. There you go. 1340 WJRW. I was looking for the uh, for you calling back around 840. The other one's around that time. Uh, calling back out of breath, yeah, no I, doubt. I was on the course, and I said to uh, Dave, I go, look. All right. Oh. I go, Dave. And he goes, yeah. I go, I'm going to call you when I'm about six or seven miles in. And uh, I'll just kind of uh, a few words per per breath and just how it's, you know, just another thing to do. I mean, it, it, sometimes marathon coverage can be a little tedious. No, really? If you are if you don't have anything to talk about, you just end up repeating the same thing over and over again. I go, I'll call you from the from the field. Okay, so, all right. All right. And then, and, uh, and then so I... I've got one of these devices, uh, one of these holders with this phone on my arm, and I've never, ever run with one of those ever. I never run with a phone. And I go, all right. So then I'm running, right. and, I, and I, 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 I try to hit send while it's <laughs> on my phone. And I can't see the screen because it's dim. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. So I stop, <laughs> take it off my arm, call the, the studio, and it rings for about three minutes. And I'm like, well, didn't anybody tell her that I was going to be calling? So then I called Jackanette, his cell, from the course. I go, hey, man, I'm calling. Funny if he was on air. Then he goes, all right, Zane. So uh, then I finally got on with him, did my report from the field, and then called him with an, about a quarter mile to go as I was bringing it in, out of breath. We'll have to pull that sound. <laughs> Wheezing my way through that race. Uh, maybe we'll circle back to that coming up. Mike Pellerito was at it again with some more audio of, of another Eric Zane verbal crutch. I played this for you yesterday, uh, on Friday off the air. Maybe. I think it's the it's it's the are, are you serious montage. And I'll play that for you next. All right. Uh, all right. And uh, we'll get to that. And there's a lot of people who would love to listen to this show who don't even know it's on the air. Please tell your friends and family that the Eric Zane show is on 107.3. WBBL. That's it. The free view of the lost Zane recordings. If you feel, uh, feel <laughs> whatever, sign up, spend, don't love you. Thank you. Bye bye.